The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, Heckma Harrison, and Newey Scruggs. Everybody, welcome to the Players Lounge. The day after President's Day, we are Peace here soup. with the team. Yes, uh, <laughs> Danny McRae, Heckma Harrison, Barry Church yes, is back indeed. from the birthday celebration. I'm back. I am Newey Scruggs. So, yeah, it's yeah, a nice shirt too. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. Hey. Huh? I, like, I, like I got nothing else to say about this man in shirts, man. No, nah, you can't. Right. Why yeah. with the shirts? Because he, he bought me a shirt. He got you a shirt. I yeah. mean a shirt. Nah, Dang, that's what's nah. up, man. Hey, they folded up for him and everything like it's you can't straight off the rack. It was a North Texas shirt. I don't so care what type of shirt it was. Angry. Love that. Yeah. The man could talk about some cake. This man couldn't even bring no cake. He cooked it. You know what? He, he <laughs> folded up the man a t-shirt. We, how long we been doing this show with New? About five years now. Last time he bought you something. Been about five years now. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. My bad. I, see, I always get started. I just, <laughs> oh, oh, hold on. You done bought him something? You, you forgot that food that we ate up oh, there? Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. You did. But they don't take that back. Consider that. I take okay. what I just said back. You okay. got me, you got me yeah. lunch. Yeah. And took care of the tip. He got me lunch, you're right. It's just right. me? Yeah, you it's don't just you. It's just me. It's just you. You the one that didn't want to come out there and collect your bet. Oh, they said two sisters. That, you no, no. Two we ain't talking about bets. There. Did you bet him to get that? Nah, that was no, a friend. Did, did y'all make a bet to get that shirt? No. Nah. That's something you owe me. That's not, we not talking yeah. about what you owe me. I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, just me. I huh? went out there and purchased the Team Danny shirt. <laughs> you, you did. You did. You did. You tried to support me. Okay. You ain't buy me nothing, though. It's okay. I'll take back what I said. You did give me Yeah, me lunch, man. All right. Brother New, good to see you. You, man. You know Mike Zimmer is the defensive Young coordinator. Zim. I, I happened to miss the press conference. I was out covering baseball in Surprise, Arizona. So, uh, thoughts on Zim 2.0? Why y'all, why y'all look at me? Why you look at me? Cause Cause we, I, I love it. I love it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with you know. I, I think from the beginning, I, I didn't think that you know the Jones family was gonna go with an unproven commodity. As much as I would have liked for them to look at look at some other guys, they were gonna go with somebody that they know was proven. And who else better than Zim, a guy that they have they have plenty of history yeah, uh, nice. with him, and he has survived plenty of head coaches uh, here. And so. Look, he was it was a natural for to bring in a guy like that. And look, for Coach Zimmer, he doesn't come in here with having to formulate a whole nother scheme and all of that. I think Dan Quinn kind of showed him the foundation of what he has at the base of this defense. The number one thing is, y'all know it's gonna be asked, how is he going to use Micah Parsons? That's it. Mm-hmm. Period. Dot the end. And I think Dan Quinn did all the hard work for you. No doubt. Um, I, I don't know about this one. I, I, I'm not too sure about this one. Because when we look at, you know, Minnesota Vikings defense, you know, over the past couple of years, not saying he was a D.C. or he was calling plays or anything like that. But, you know, when was the last time Minnesota was known to have that great vaunted defense, that defense that shut people out? 
I mean, last time the Cowboys went up there the past couple times, Cooper Rush went up there and put a put a, uh, put up some points on him. Dak mm-hmm. Prescott put a forty piece on him. So but that to, wasn't his deal. That, that, was, that, that is true. That is true. I will say that. Um, so to me, I, I got to see how he how he you know incorporates himself within this defense. You know, from hearing all the quotes out there, Harrison Smith saying he's kind of a guy that gets after players as far as toughens them up, and maybe that's what this defense needs as far as a different voice coming in here and making people accountable for their actions out there. So if he can bring that, I'm all forward, but when you talk about Minnesota and their defense, I just, when's the last time it was like, man, the purple people eaters, they out there doing work out there. I just just haven't seen that, so um, I'm looking forward to seeing what Zim can do. I'm going to say I like I like the decision to bring in Zim. I think you bring in somebody that's familiar. You bring in somebody that, like you said, around the league, people are talking about accountability. Mm-hmm. All right, what have we been talking about around here for the five years that we've been on this on this podcast? Finding a way to be accountable. Oh, by the way, just go listen to some news or some podcasts over the Super Bowl week or weeks before that, and you listen <laughs> to. Things that mm. needs to be addressed by a guy like Zimmer, holding people accountable, right? Making mm-hmm. sure that people are focused on football, and the main thing is the main thing is football. The thing I disagree with you on is Michael Parsons. He got to find him somewhere to put him. They need to find out him, Zimmer. How are we going to handle this interior defensive line? Oh, absolutely. That is your yeah. your biggest mm-hmm. if yes, for me is hey for the for the last few years even before Nolan got here we have not found a way to get one of those big one technique zero technique three somebody that's on the inside that is a difference maker. You tried to draft a guy didn't work out for you last year. We'll see how Mozzie Smith works out this year, but. Zimmer's going to have to figure out how to handle this in the trench and get this handled in the trenches. I absolutely, um, I agree with you, man. And uh, so I, I'm excited about. It. I think you need a new voice. You need a guy who, who's willing to come in here on a one year deal, uh, essentially, because you don't know what's going to happen after after this year. But the biggest thing for me is the accountability and the fact that I'm hearing other players say, "Hey." He's going to coast the heck out of you, mm-hmm. and you're going to appreciate it when it's over, but he's going to hold you accountable no matter if you're the top player on the team or the worst uh, or, or at the bottom of the roster. He's going to treat you uh, in a way that, that makes sure he gets the best out of you, and I think that's what we need here. Shout out to Dan Quinn. He did – Dan Quinn did an amazing job. The voice change here I think will be great as long as the players are here to receive it, and I think that's the issue that we have. We're not sure. <laughs> We're not what, sure about that part. What I'd like to know from the Joneses is – their thought process. Go back to when Kellen Moore was here. Quarterback coach, they elevated him to offensive coordinator. They felt good and fine about it. And we really didn't know much about Kellen Moore. You know how they had such respect for Dan Quinn and how he went about this defense and changed it you know, from the first year when they got rid of Nolan to when he came in here. They were paying this man big-time money. And he brought in his coaches, Joe Witt Jr., mm-hmm. Dan Quinn guy, who, oh, by the way, McCarthy worked with. Then you got Aiden Dirty, Dan Quinn guy. So you pass on those guys, and they become defensive coordinators for other teams. I, I, I'd love to know why they didn't think those guys were worthy, but yet DQ, boom, immediately goes and gets Witt, who, by the way, mm-hmm. would have liked to have the job here because he told talked to him about it last year. And then Dirty as well. I, I'm – Going to be very curious to see what happens in in those 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 careers there, and then people say, well, they know Zimmer, and they weren't going to go make anybody a first time guy, but they've done it before offensively. Jason Garrett was a quarterback coach in Miami for a year, and then they brought him here as the offensive coordinator. In fact, remember, heck, they hired Jason before they even hired the head coach. He was that sold on. It. 
So I'd love to know why you'll take a chance offensively with unknowns, but defensively, I, I don't know about that. You know, you know, my, I, I'm just thinking, and this is a, a little bit different, but I think about when Rich Basaccia uh, left and they put uh, KO to run Rich yeah. Basaccia's scheme. Which, if you don't bring your own thing in, right, just bringing in a new voice to do the same old stuff, sometimes that doesn't work. And I think, for me, that was a fear of what may happen. We'll elevate somebody else, but we'll still be running the same stuff, and we're still in here talking about accountability problems, not not holding up in the trenches, trying to get that stuff figured out. And I think if you bring up a guy who's already here, I think you still have those same issues. But hear me out on this, man. And I I only think, when I say this about Micah and and just in general, because I, I agree with you, you're going to have to bring in the personnel around him to accentuate who he is as a player. I think we got in trouble three years ago when we started using the, the word hybrid with guys like Ken O'Neill and players mm-hmm. like that. And and we essentially, we just started drafting guys. Oh, he's a defensive end. And Cos, we'll move him down to a five. You know, we'll move, make him a three and, and all that. And guys were playing out of positions. Well, what is his vision as a defensive coordinator, Zimmer, that is? Because I think when I look at young coaches in the NFL, they coach scheme. More, they come in with a scheme. For me, I think Zim, he's going to be successful if he coaches player. It's like Dick, you mentioned last week, Dick LeBeau, a, a, play, a coach like that that goes and he gets uh, number 43, Palomalu. He, he knew how to use Palomalu mm-hmm. in, in that system. Any other coach wouldn't have been able to use him that way. What has Zimmer seen from the outside looking in that says, I can use Micah like that? That's what I'm interested no in seeing because this defense already – Top five, top ten takeaways, pressures, and sacks. It, it, the piece that you have to add to this defense isn't as large as people think it is. You got to stop the damn run. Mm-hmm. That's it. You got to stop the run. And to me, I think that's that's going to be his calling card when he when no, here. So so he got to stop the run real quick though. So can we? Can anybody? When was the last time Zim was like a, the head of the defense? Like he was Cincinnati. Again, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Yeah. And in those Cincinnati runs, was it similar to Minnesota where they had those two high two high safeties? It wasn't really a lot of single high safety out there. And that's what this defense of the past couple years, talking about Dan Quinn's system, has flourished in. A single high safety because they have those pieces like a Dono, like a, a curse at times, that can go down there and get into those yeah, boxes. That, no, no, right. When you get into that, when you get into that too high system, we all understand that's different for safeties. That's different personnel-wise. Are we gonna entrust that if they do tight run that thing, that Dono can be back in a half half field safety the entire game? Like are we? Are we? I know Hooker can do it because he's been in the back end predominantly his whole well, career. But do we have those pieces to kind of fit into that too high system? I think you would be the best person to tell us. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't think we do. But, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think we do. I don't think we do. But that's something I gotta. We gotta. Hey, we, we gotta look at. Not, not, <laughs> hey, that's not that scary. And I'm not talking about Donald. The man make how much money he can't get back there and play cover two? That, that, now that, that, now that, that would be a bigger seen. issue than bringing in a new, than, than bringing in a new <laughs> coach. That's true. You that's can't. true. Hold on, he, hey, he better be able to get back we'll there. We'll see. Yeah, we haven't know. seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We no, no, no. Nah, I, I feel you, and I think you know the whole thing is changing. So yeah, my, my bad. Go ahead. No, no. no uh, just just piggybacking on on stopping the run. Defensive line coach Jeff Zagonia comes in here with Mike Zimmer and then former Dallas Cowboy, former first-round draft pick Greg Ellis is a defensive line coach. So this is where they're starting from. But ultimately, we we look at these coaches and is it the Carpenter or is it the Carpenter's tools? And right now, the Carpenter's tools, uh, the toolbox is, is lacking. And they've got to figure out how they're going to address it. And obviously, next month was when free agency starts and then the draft will be in April. 
they've got to address that up, up front. Somebody they asked me about Mozzie Smith, and I said, I don't know. Can you trust Mozzie Smith? He doesn't talk to us. You know, Mozzie's mm. doing a great job of ducking the media. And, <laughs> and so I don't know what the offseason program is going to be for him and where they're going to go and what they're going to do. But some people, like Brian Broaddus right here on DallasCowboys.com, says, you know what, uh, hey, I think he's going to be okay. Don't give up on him yet. But you've got to be – at some point in time, we got to have some comfort. We saw with Jalen Tolbert where he got better. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we saw with, with Trayvon Diggs after this rookie. We saw where he got better. Right now, we don't know how does Mozzie Smith get better. Mm. Y'all, y'all ask the tough questions and look over here at me. Nah, I have no. You know what? <laughs> we coming into last season, we figured the whole time we needed a guy at the one technique that could stop the one. Even though we had it got. I got in free agency um, mid-season. It still was something that was lacking there, and we thought, look, if we get this guy, number one, out of the back, coming from uh, coming from Michigan, he seemed to fit that bill. But, man, once you put him on the field, none of that came to pass. Mm-hmm. He lost the weight. He didn't fit no bill. He, he right. was looking slim out there with no yeah. 58 on. Look, yeah. I, and, and, and not only. Not the OZ. <laughs> did he say it? Get his commercial on right there. Another brand. We had another brand set. Another brand. Y'all crazy, man. Nah, nah, listen. listen I, I hope I really I really do hope that, that uh Mozzie Smith comes on this year and he plays better. That still ain't gonna be the, the, what solves the the running game issues. You got linebackers that you need to figure out yes. how to get uh to get in the draft or get a free agency. You gotta Please help us with you, that. You gotta sure up the inside with the one and the three or whatever however uh Zimmer uh, comes in here and uh, decides to play it. And then I think the whole thing with finding out how to play Micah, I think as good as he is, that's what makes that a, a strange thing to me. Mike. Like he's gonna be, he should be able to play anywhere, <laughs> right? Like, hey man, you go right there, and then you're gonna be a difference maker right there. Versus like, we gotta find a way to put you in a in a whatever position to be successful. Nah, you you call you said you're the number one pass rusher in the league. Yeah. So we ain't gotta find nowhere to put you. <laughs> you're gonna win wherever you at. I think that is the thing. So like, let Micah be what he's gonna be, right? Because you know he's a great player. Figure out the rest of this stuff, and then then work off of that. Because you trying to work around and having Micah be successful is that's gonna be an issue for you. Mm-hmm. But Micah told Stephen A. that he, Stephen A. Smith that he's giving Jerry some, some you know he has his thoughts on the roster, which to me is Assist- wild. Assistant GM, he's giving that LeBron space. This is the same dude that said it don't matter how far you make in the playoffs if you don't win the Super Bowl, then it don't matter. It's all participation trophies. He, him, us losing in the wild card round. Is the same as the San Francisco 49ers playing in a close game with the Kansas City Chiefs going to overtime and losing. Is what he said. That's crazy. I mean, not, I ain't <laughs> it's crazy. It is. It, it is. It, it's crazy. It don't make no sense. Yeah. We hear the word accountability. So, so the same, the same book where I read about trust, oh mm-hmm. went and read about accountability. <laughs> there's, there's not the accountability that needs to be on this football team. And as great a talent as Micah Parsons is, he's doing a lot of talking. And the accountability is just not there enough for me for all the things that I'm continuing to hear from him. You trying to be the assistant GM when at the end of the day, probably be a lot better if you talked about how you need to have an impact in these in these football games. Both um, years. 
Right. In the Packers game where you're not getting to the quarterback. You have to be a person that is making play. Your best guys, you two play the league and you understand and know. The best players have to make the plays. Oh, 100%. In the playoff games. And if your best players aren't making the plays, it's going to be hard to win games. Period. Yeah. Yeah. Hard to win games. And in the playoff losses that the Cowboys have had, Micah Parsons has not been that guy that you've needed him to be. This is your issue. His issue for me, and I think he can do it, it's not just about sacks. Like it's not it's not just about that. Those other players that you are that you are naming who make well we haven't named, but we talk about that make big time plays is hey man, if they not get to the quarterback, are they batting down balls? <laughs> are they getting interceptions, tip balls? Are they are tough they doing, in the run? Like, are they doing any of that yeah. stuff? Like, if you okay, all right, you don't have to get two, three sacks every game, but the impact that you have on the game has to be consistent, no matter what. All right, yeah, it's quick throws. All right, well, I'm knocking five passes down, mm-hmm. and you see other players around the league be able to do that. Most of them are natural defensive ends, and they are used to that timing when somebody tries to throw a jailbait screen. But those are the things that you have to get better at when you're not able to get to the quarterback. That so, Heckman, you saw you guys were too young. You you saw where Lawrence Taylor made impact everywhere. You go look at special. Lawrence Taylor was playing special teams. Yeah. Look, I mean, punt, <laughs> field goal. I mean, he was everywhere. So when Danny, you talk about that, and people try to mention his name with Lawrence Taylor, you cannot do it because LT was everywhere. All right. Question, guys. When do we start? I mean, look, it's not a good look. Let me start with that. It's not a good look. You shouldn't do it. You, what you're saying, it puts it. Everybody's listening to you going, what is this young man saying, mm. right? But when do you separate what he's saying from his actions through – I'm talking about through the season, all right? We can go to the playoffs and say, man, he did not have as dynamic a game. But when do you separate the play? Because to me it seems like what he's saying is diminishing what he's doing on the field, and how can that be? When he's putting up numbers that's putting him in the same breath as some of the great players that's played in this league. And – that's what I'm like. We don't like what he said, but what about his play? All right. Do offensives do offensive coordinators scheme to get those stretch runs away from Micah to get him running that way and then come behind and, and put a screen coming? There are ways to scheme guys out of games. Am I right or wrong? I mean, I'm, I'm just saying this. This yeah. is this is a situation to oh, me. Look at that. <laughs> He's, yeah, he's not even top five. Yeah, no. So, he's, he's so is it is it, is it diminishing what you're doing if you're saying a guy who gets 19 sacks in a season two times? But you just said, you but you just said, but you just said it's not just the. He sacks. also has a pick six. Okay. He also has batted no, down balls. But, I'm just, but those 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 other things that Micah does, we're not talking about the pressures. We're not talking about the other parts of his games that make him a special player. I will say this here. He named all those stats. Double team win rate. Pop. He he went in uh, into depth on all those stats that let that that for the reasons why TJ Watt aren't is not as good as him. So he he mentioned that stuff. And all I said was, hey man, the man got 19 sacks. I don't care who what your name is. He don't have to be TJ Watt. Any player that comes into the league and has 19 sacks deserves the respect to say, okay, he probably at least top five. This not it's not taken away from what Micah does on the field. All That's right? all I'm but asking. What, what, what we're I'm talking saying. about now is the is the is the game is over. The season's over. Yeah. Now, now when everybody talk about well, you always talking about the Cowboys and the Cowboys always in the news and, and y'all always want to mess with us. What are we talking about? <laughs> so so another issue. Hey man, you you you're a current player. Leave them current players alone. You the dude over here talking about uh, former players all old and hating and stuff, and then we get this. Come you, on, man. You line up the resume. <laughs> Of T.J. Watt and Micah Parsons. Yeah. You line it up right now. It's T.J. Watt all day long. All day long. 
because of the resume and what you've done and winning defensive player of the year. I mean, it's there. And so when you want to start going down that list, start checking the boxes. TJ's got the boxes. And ultimately, I think we're all kind of just sitting here saying, hey, man, let your play and accomplishments do all this talking. And the accountability. You can't sit around here and point your finger at the man over here who's done checked off boxes you haven't checked off before. It's 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 not a good look. At all. I'm, and just, I'm not trying to say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, just, to, he said you're not even top five. Right, yeah. It's just not a good look. It's not a good look. You know? Think about it. Think about hardware in his house you don't have. Yeah. Think, yeah, about, right. think about Kevin Byard or somebody saying that, uh, or whoever was playing with Ed Reed and Palomalu at that time being like, you know, dude, they got all them picks, but it's because of whatever reason. They ain't top five. Yeah, that's crazy. Hey, top five, what do you mean? <sighs> what do you mean? It, it, it's it's just, not a good look. Right. It's just not a good look. And you just and, and and so that's when you come back into the accountability. For anybody that's thinking, well, Mike Zimmer's gonna hold these guys accountable. Really? I think so, but you know, I'm, okay. you know I'm hoping so. I'm hoping so. So, so why do, uh, why no don't way. you think so? Why don't you I'm think like, he, I think we all understand why. <laughs> it, it, it only a certain <laughs> number of players can do just that, which is if a coach is coming at you, say, oh, I understand where you're coming, but I'm going to go up top with it and see what the big dog thinks oh. of it. Can, can I quote oh. Jalen Smith? That's, that's, oh. that's oh. why I kind of like. Can I quote yeah. Jalen Smith? Oh. If the owner ain't tripping, we ain't tripping. And that's the thing. Like, the coaches can say, you know, da, 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 all they want to, you know, but there's a select few guys that can be like, all right, coach, I understand, but let me go have a conversation with, with the big dog and right. see what he thinks yeah. about it. Good thing he on a one-year deal, so it don't even matter. Yeah, so that's, <laughs> so that's why see, yeah. that's, Go ahead and tell and that, him. And that's, 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 the, that's the reality of it. So I, I, that's, that's, it's going to be interesting. I mean, if, if the current staff, who we all agree is a really good defensive oh, yeah. staff, if, if they couldn't, I don't know who is going to rein him in. And they're, oh, by the way, there is a head coach, right? Uh, well, I, I do have to say this. I don't think his off the field stuff impacted what he did on the field this season. Like, I, like I don't think I don't think that was a thing. So, I don't think they really had to reel him in for him to be able to play better. But I think what he's doing now may become an issue. In, in a, Celebrity in game MVP. Yeah, we didn't even talk about the locker room Come aspect. On, yeah, yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> like we didn't talk. Let's, let's make sure we ain't one celebrity. That man. If you're a player. And you got, you know, your leader over there saying, hey, I need somebody else doing, doing that job. I need somebody else doing this job. They talking about you. They taking food out of your, your pocket yeah. saying that. That's To me, that that's wild. So they like, weren't that, all in last year. You wanted to get all in this year. That, See, that's I, wild. I, I Did get you watch the I, whole thing? Did you watch the entire uh, interview? Which one? The, the, the one yeah, that was Stephen A. There's been a lot. Are you saying that it's better than? No, no. Are you talking about the podcast? Stephen A. Smith one. I'm just saying a lot of times. Jordan Love one. Which one? Which one? And that's what's bad. And that's what's bad when you're talking about your star player being in the media this way. And that's why I'm talking about his words diminishing what what he does as a player. The NBA All Star break one. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. That that is exactly bro. got the trophy. That's you know, exactly what I mean. It, 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 it doesn't diminish what he's done on the football field. Nah, I think not. I think it's it's just an issue of off the field. Like you you know I, like I don't want to start them. You got to go back in the locker room and yeah, then you got to look at these people. dudes, right? I, and maybe maybe they got to understand. Standing in there, but I know if I'm some of those guys that are being talked about, I'm I'm looking at you look crazy. The question was asked about a particular interview, and he mentioned the interview. 
And that's it. And you all know that the interview was crazy. I, I, all right. What, what I know is uh, you could have said less. You could have. <laughs> right. You, you should have said nothing so, at all. So, that's so, uh, but, but, that, but, but that's the thing, though. If, 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 if church comes out and says something that I don't agree with, right, and somebody asks me about it, I have the right to be like, yeah, that's my boy. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't agree, but you know what I'm saying? That's my dog. And, yeah. I, and that's it. I'm like, I got the play. right to be able to do that. I don't have to go on no five minute uh, rant yeah. about yeah. why I feel this way and what we. We don't have. I don't. I don't have to do that. As, so as we get ready to go to break, <laughs> I will big dog in the mention <laughs> Ryan Holiday, who writes about Stoics. And Ryan Holiday says we do not have to have an opinion about everything. Yep. Sometimes yeah, we can that. just not say That's anything right. at all. More of the players lunch brought to you by Tostitos with Barry Church, Heckman Harris, and Danny McCray. I'm Newey Scruggs, DallasCowboys.com Radio. It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites and a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the playmaker at getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code COWBOYSVIP. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code COWBOYSVIP. Hi, I'm Danny McCray, Dallas Cowboys alumni player here with Smoothie King. And Smoothie King wants to ask you, what's that sound? That's the sound of us magically transforming our smoothie bowls into two new decadent flavors. Dig into a cool acai or pitaya bowl, handcrafted with crunchy, purely Elizabeth granola, fresh strawberries, and finished with a velvety chocolate hazelnut drizzle. Perfect for breakfast, lunch, or anytime you want to munch. And that's the sound of you making them disappear. Smoothie Bowls, now in two new decadent flavors. Only at Smoothie King, the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. To kick off the 2023 NFL season, Hugo Boss teamed up with the NFL and Micah Parsons to launch an iconic apparel collection. Featuring hoodies, crews, t-shirts, polos, joggers, and more. The bold, unique apparel of the Boss NFL Collection unites football and fashion while reflecting what it truly means to be a boss. Get yours today at nflshop.com slash Hugo Boss, at hugoboss.com, and at Boss Retail Stores. Hashtag be your own boss. There is no I in Dallas. There is no I in heart either. No I in Blue Star or in Lone Star for that matter. And there's no I in how about them cowboys? Smirnoff knows there's no I in football. Football is a wee thing, an experience that is best enjoyed together. With good drinks and good folks, home or away, we rally together, we cry together, and we always rally cry together because there's definitely no I in Cowboys fans. Smirnoff, we do game days. Please drink responsibly. Back to the Players' Lounge. Register now for the 2023 or 24 Dallas Cowboy Youth Camp presented by Invisalign. Athletes of all skill levels, ages 6 to 16, are invited to learn from the best this summer at the Ford Center at the Star in Frisco. Football camps are led by former NFL players and dance camps are taught by current Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. Register before May 17th to save $25. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash camps. That's a good read. Let me see. Thank you. Heck, Come on, let me see. No, you see how he's checking me? Yeah. No, no, no. You see it right No, they got to scratch that out. No, somebody wrote there, it's 2024. Yes, it is. <laughs> no, they, they set you up, bro. 2024, you can't, man, yeah, start this yeah, summer, baby. Yeah, we'll see y'all in June. All right, go ahead and get that $25 <laughs> off. Uh, <laughs> we know what he passionate about. Hey. 
Yeah. Don't hit the wrong button. Yeah, get him right, man. Right. Danny McRae is uh, the, the gentleman you'll see at the camp. So, yeah, 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 so yeah, make yeah, sure you yeah. handle that and handle your business right. Heckma Harrison, Danny McRae, Barry Church, I'm mm-hmm. Scruggs. This is the Players Lounge brought to you by Tostitos. All right. Um, uh, Mike, I didn't talk about this, so we'll just talk about this on our own. Uh, we've got a free, <laughs> pending free agent and left tackle, Tyron Smith. Sam, Sam. He says he does not want to retire. <laughs> he does not want to retire. So, <laughs> remember. My man, I get to brush that thing off. <laughs> free agency happens in March. The draft happens in April. The Cowboys yes. brought him back, and it was a you know it was a contract where they kind of went game by game here. So, sell him, sell him. What do you do if you are the Dallas Cowboys, knowing that Tyron Smith would like uh, to inquiring minds want to know? Should I Danny? go first? Yes, yes, Danny? yes. Sell him, sell him. Let let me let me say this. Let me say this about uh, Tyron Smith. Okay, no, 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 no. <laughs> let me say this about Tyron Smith. Um, it is it has gotten is become a more difficult conversation to have now based off what they found out last year of, all right, man, practice a little less, go through the week, and make sure you don't put as much stress on yourself and be ready for Sunday. And we saw, for the most part, when they did that, he was healthy, he was out there, and he was a dominant left tackle. Mm -hmm. All right? So if you can find a way to make sure that that continues throughout the offseason, throughout training camp, and throughout the season, you say, okay, this is the formula that we got, Britt Brown and Jim Mauer and all them and and Greg, if that's what they got and it works, you don't have no choice but to bring them back because he was still one of the top tackles in the league when he was was there. Our issue with him is this. My issue is like, hey, man, is he going to be healthy? We've seen, I think after that, he missed one game. Yeah, Uh, He missed one game after that, after he started doing that stuff. So if that's the way, he's going to miss one game in a year. Yes, bring him back because he is still a dominant player. I'm completely torn on this one. I really am because I feel like Tyler Smith has shown you to this this point that he is your heir apparent out at the left tackle. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we're holding on to to whatever the ghost of what he was, what he is through through injuries, through hell, all of that. Look, let's just go forward. Tyler Smith is our left tackle. All right, we we can find a guard. We can go into the draft. We can get us a guard. We we recognize coming into this draft certain components that we needed. We needed a guard or a tackle coming into this draft, maybe even a center. So let's go ahead and get that. And if if Tyron Smith can be, we talk about swing tackle, a guy that can fill in and still be that, and, and he agrees to do that, then do it. But if it's time to move on, then I'm okay with that too. But I think Tyler Smith is your left tackle. So so you go draft a guy or you, free agency, whatever, but you bring a guy in. Either free agency, either, either through free agency or, or through the draft, gotcha. I get a guard or a center and or then, both. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. One of the quite two two questions you have to have, one the cost benefit analysis. Is it a one year deal or mm-hmm. is he looking for multiple years? So you have to figure that out right there. What is it the player wants? And and does it fit in for what you'd like to do? And they spent money drafting Austin Richards, Matt Walesco, um, Josh Ball. From your you know, talk to your offensive line coach, where are these guys at? Mm-hmm. You know that that to me is a pretty integral thing about because you've tried to do this, have you failed internally? I think that's another thing that goes in there. And yes, we can talk about trying to uh, draft that position, but remember your other free agent here, your center. Yeah, How much money are you willing to invest in a center who made the Pro Bowl two years ago? He's going to come and want a, a, a nice deal. Um, to me, that's another area you've got to look at. 
there could potentially be some nice centers in this draft. And what you're looking for, ideally, is a plug-and-play guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Ravens did this what, two years ago, and, and they've got a player who, who's 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 been on the award list. So this is this is an interesting thing because you could potentially have two spots you had to fill: your left tackle and your center, depending on how you want to spend your dollars. And if you do let Tyron go and you put Tyler Smith there, you know how do you address it? And can you, you know, save some money as you're trying to uh, re-sign a CD Lamb? Because I don't think CD Lamb is going to play on a one year. This is just my opinion. I think I he'll sit up here and hold on out. And if you Mike McCarthy now, you're sitting around, hey, hey, what's my team looking like on a one-year mm-hmm. deal here? So this this financial thing gets gets really interesting here. And so that's that's the great part about the Cowboys. Would I bring Tyron Smith back? Yes, on a one-year deal. That's what I would do. But at the same time, as I looked at all this stuff, because to me, I'll at least get my left tackle here. I don't know if I'm bringing the center back. That's me. Would I bring the center back on a multi-year deal versus going into the draft and getting? Because you have to at some point. If you're trying to pay, if you're restructuring debt, you're paying C.D. Lane. You're looking forward to try to pay a Micah Parsons here. Um, you got Osa Adigizua here. I can't afford to put more money into the offensive line like that. I got some points I got to let some folks go. Some people ain't going to be here. Because you simply cannot do it. You've got to go and, and get dudes in the draft. It was, to me, let me ask y'all, what's the easier, in your opinion, the easier position to fill? Is it that tackle spot or is it one of those interior pieces like a center or a guard? Because we know, you know, they're going to bring Tyron back, in my opinion. I, yeah. I mean, we all understand. I think they're going to bring him back on the one-year deals, you know, whatever it is. But if he goes down, you can slide Tyler out there. But to Newish's point, which one's easier to, to replace? Is it that guard or that center? Because we all sat up here and talked about Biotis. Yes, he didn't make the Pro Bowl, but there were times in there when that interior pressure, he, he just didn't look like he had enough bricks in his pocket. Like, he just didn't weigh enough out there. Now, I could be wrong, could be technique, whatever the case may be, but which one's easier to replace? You know, that center, you got to have that glue piece. And then, like, you you got Tyler Smith who can be that two-way player at tackle and guard. So, I, I got to go with Nui on this one. You, you're going to have to bring in another center, whether it's free agency or draft, because we all understand Tyron's coming back. That, that makes a di- the decision more difficult if you're talking about replacing your center. If, if you have – because then you're replacing your center and your guard. And those two two pieces together would be the pretty much the middle of your yeah. offensive line. If you're going to bring Biotish back, then I'm saying the thought process in my eyes is let's move Tyler Smith because that's what I – I thought that was what you were thinking the whole time, that he's your left tackle. Okay, yeah. How is Awesome Richards and Ball? I think the ship has sailed on Ball. Uh, and maybe it hasn't. Well, let's go, guys like that, whatever. I'm saying it's easier for me in my eyes to go into the draft and get get a guard. So let me just, based on what you said, preference it this way. Let's say you take Tyler Smith and move out to left tackle. And you draft a center who you believe is going to be Got more bricks in it, mm-hmm. and can a guy that your your guards don't have to help. You get a guy like that. You got you got Hall of Famer Martin here on the right, and then you go fill in another. Uh, you know, go figure out how you fill in that left guard spot. And if your center strong enough, then maybe your left guard can be your weak link. Right, right. I mean, you get you're not gonna get five All Stars. Yeah. You're gonna get five Pro Bowls. There's gonna be a little bit of hey, right. we'll have to help this one guy there. But instead of having two dudes, you got to sit around here. I I just think that. What you did with Biotis, you got – we talk about all the time with running backs, right? Hey, man, draft them. When they come on up, let them go. Let them ride, yeah. Why can't you do that with a center? That's a man. He, he, he's a good center. Is he great? No, I wouldn't no. call him great. Mm-hmm. He's going to cost you money, right? Yep. What have you seen from the other guys who they did not play at center? 
Connor Williams left. Connor Williams probably better probably right now. Connor McGovern left. They put him up at center play. I mean, so it's showing you you can go find another guy to play at that level. Now, now, now. So we we gonna bring it back to the to realization here of like. Tyron Smith ain't going nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> the man yeah. said he wants to play. We know how this organization is. The owner, to the where owner loves him. He, yeah. he loves Tyron Smith, and he got to see Tyron Smith be as healthy as he's seen him in the last all four pro. or five years. So and for me to say it after all this, like I'm, I'm excited to see him be able to be healthy. And he is still one of the top. It's hard for you to go find a guy that, that good. I don't think Tyler Smith is going to see left tackle for yeah, a couple spot. years, yeah. if ever. I, I <laughs> if am shocked. Ever. First of all, I'm shocked. I don't know. Where is that? Who is that? Where are you? Like, who is this guy? I, 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 I what is going on? Because have, this is what have I not happened. Hold on, wait. Have I not because always said Because you're the same guy that, that was like, for fan have, day, the man tore his part off. Off the bone. Off the bone. Did he? Did he? And what McCarthy did they say? No more fan day. They said, no more fan day. So my issue was health. This is the healthiest I've seen the guy since they said he ain't gonna practice. So if he's healthy, I'm good. If he's not, he's not. But he this is he was healthy this season. You the season. man guy. As soon as he go down, all down. No, no <laughs> he missed the whole season after, after he snapped that right. and no contact drill. I mean, what are we talking about? We need another break. We need another break. <laughs> Also, yeah, not that break. Dive <laughs> break. into a franchise tag. Should anybody get the franchise tag? We'll do it next. Players like oh, Tostitos right here on DallasCowboys.com. <laughs> to kick off the 2023 NFL season, Hugo Boss teamed up with the NFL and Micah Parsons to launch an iconic apparel collection featuring hoodies, crews, T-shirts, polos, joggers, and more. The bold, unique apparel of the Boss NFL Collection unites football and fashion while reflecting what it truly means to be a boss. Get yours today at nflshop.com slash hugoboss, at hugoboss.com, and at Boss Retail Stores. Hashtag be your own boss. Hi, I'm Danny McRae, Dallas Cowboys alumni player here with Smoothie King. And Smoothie King wants to ask you, what's that sound? That's the sound of us magically transforming our smoothie bowls into two new decadent flavors. Dig into a cool acai or pitaya bowl, handcrafted with crunchy, purely Elizabeth granola, fresh strawberries, and finished with a velvety chocolate hazelnut drizzle. Perfect for breakfast, lunch, or anytime you want a munch. And that's the sound of you making them disappear. Smoothie Bowls, now in two new decadent flavors. Only at Smoothie King, the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites and a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the playmaker at Get Jack Black com slash cowboys with the code cowboys vip that's get slash cowboys with the code cowboys vip i'm dak prescott quarterback of the dallas cowboys and they snap it to prescott who looks right it's not there he escapes left he'll run for a first down just like football when it comes to crypto it's important to have a team you can trust with blockchain.com i know i'm in good hands since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. Back to the Players' Lounge. 
Dallas Cowboy Game Time powered by Lenovo, the official gaming platform and community of the Dallas Cowboys. Sign up now and compete in Fortnite for a chance to win a VIP experience at the 2024 Dallas Cowboy Draft Party. Qualifiers begin on February 24th and run through the 28th. Learn more and register at DallasCowboys.com. Thank you, Heckma Harrison. Players launch brought to you by Tostitos. The players are Barry Church, Danny McCrabb, Newey Scruggs. All right, franchise tag. Last year they used it on Tony Pollard. <laughs> the year before that, they used it on Dalton Schultz. Neither player was as good on the franchise tag as they were the previous year. So I'll start with you, Danny. We'll go around the table. Who would you use the franchise tag on this year? Mm. I was gonna say that Dalton Schultz got hurt, so but he probably was still he was <laughs> Tony Pollard and Dalton Schultz a little different. Franchise tag. Who, so who the options? We got CD. No, wait, 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 no. Who, who, who do we have uh, options for franchise tag? This Personally, year? I wouldn't put it. Just I'll go first. I'm not putting. I'm not franchising anybody. No, who, who are the I'm options though? So we got. You could do Tony Pollard. Yeah, yeah. Tony again. Pollard. Again. Who else? Can't do Dak. Don't they? Right. Tyler. Biotis. Tyler Biotis. Yeah. yeah. I mean, knowing that, nah, I'm not franchising either one of them. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> nah, why? Why? You learned already with TP. You learned that, uh, and then how much is the, the, the center franchise? Oh, oh Gilmore, if you wanted to. Stephon Gilmore. Stephon Gilmore. You, Curse, j Ooh, the, the cornerback, the cornerback tag will be high, too, ain't it? Nah, I, I, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not but, exercising that franchise tag this season. You don't. I mean, you don't have a reason to. Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard got you last year because you were wondering how good he could be if he got more carries because <laughs> I, how explosive he was, and then he goes out with the injury. So that that is a different thing. I'm Danny, not franchising tag nobody. With the tag on, Pollard. I ain't tagging nobody. You ain't tagging nobody. Who? No, no, I'm not. No, I'm not, no, <laughs> definitely. Tagging? No, I'm not tagging anybody. And the thing is, if I use the tag, I use it as a placeholder to get a deal done. That's it. You know, but I, I'm not. I'm not tagging. I, I don't see a player that we have that, that we absolutely have to make this deal work. For me, if I'm, especially if I'm Tony Pollard, I'm trying to get in and negotiate early and often to get the best deal that I possibly can to stay on the Dallas Cowboys. Because if he goes anywhere else, I don't think he's going to get a, nowhere near. He, de he definitely won't get the, the same deal that he not got 10, this year. He sure. won't get ten again. So. Sure. Um, not, not anyone else. And, and I think, man, you gave me the willies when you said that about CD not playing on that one-year deal because it, it, it just... I can say that. That'd that, that be his fifth-year option, right? That would this be. This that would, yeah, that yeah. would be. So, I mean, no. I, I wouldn't see... And if I use it again, if I use it on Tyler Biotish, I would only use it as a placeholder for him. Yeah. Uh, no, I, yeah, I'm with y'all. There's, there's nobody I would. The closest person, maybe, if they showed a little bit more in the run game, maybe Odigizua, but... Yeah, no, nobody even remotely close. So. Oh, yeah. And by the way, Tyron Smith. What's the, what's the tackle franchise? Oh my god, uh, that's like twenty twenty four. No sir, don't know. Anyway, I'm just making sure that by the way, we talk about free agents. Oh, so, we we but, know but, you was gonna mention. But, but no. for me, hate a man. No, you already said it. Nah, I'm not no, franchising anybody. I'm not franchising anybody. I mean, you can go to work on these deals. But I just don't think if I'm the Cowboys, I would franchise anyone as much as, hey, figure out how do we. More so, I'm looking at there might be some a name player that couple. you got to cut. Oh, it should be a couple. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, there going to be some, some folks over here. You got to free up the space. Man. You got a lot of cats to be paid. Bring you got a lot of cats got to be paid. paid. <laughs> you know? Come on over here, man. Come on over. Let me Coach, appreciate you, man. Coach, what's up? Coach, I'm on vacation. Sorry. <laughs> had a hell of a run. <laughs> we had a hell of a run. We got to let you go. And that's, uh, I, I just believe that. I do think that will be the case this year. I mean, 
you're gonna, at some point in time, some people that you paid money to that you like, you're going to have to look at them and say, hey, thank you, but we can't. Yeah, you still got to – I mean, regardless of all that, and I think that I was going to ask you about the, the cap and how they've increased it. Uh, how much does that help this team, especially with the DAC extension still looming with mm -hmm. all of this going on? <clears throat> Todd so, France trying to take everything else. And just, oh, it's going up. What? We need that. Mm -hmm. I mean, look, Todd France, it's going to cost you minimum, minimum 52 a year. Dak minimum. Be a 55, 60 million dollar quarterback. Yeah. Mm hmm. No, absolutely. Right. So, so th th that's what that is what's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to happen. What are you? Because yeah, that's they, what it's going to be. They put themselves in that situation. Somebody has that. Otherwise, so, well, I make a play on a one-year deal. Okay, fine. So when you're paying him fifty-nine million dollars and you have no wiggle room to go do other things, and you tell, you said you're all in, then tell me what's going to happen. No, and we can't do that. The guy, the guy was second team All Pro last yeah, year. Yeah, but we can't do that. We can't procrastinate again. We can't kick the can down the road and hope that something happens. We have to get him resigned. We, we have to because there's so much money that we need to move around if we're going to be all in and bring in these players that we say we say we're trying to get. So Burrow's what fifty-five a year, I believe. Ha, I don't know. He's about fifty-five. So, so that's went where to the Super Bowl. Going. That's that's where you're going. And and Dak Prescott is in his agent can be able to say, hey, look, we were second team All Pro. We finished second in the MVP. I don't care what anybody else says. This is what happened in the first year, Mike McCarthy. What could happen in year two? That's what. If I'm the agent, that's what I'm going to yeah. put out there. And you're Jerry Jones, and just go back to what the way he operates. Yeah, the man is not going to let a quarterback go who has got who's put together that kind of season, and he's consistently said, Dak is the guy that can take us where we want to go. We will go as far as Dak Prescott goes. So to me, I'm of the opinion, it's going to get done. Listen to him. It's going to get done. Go fix some of your offensive line. Go help your running game to help the player at quarterback. Man, you need a linebacker. <laughs> you need, a, need a lot you of need, stuff too. Yeah, you okay. need a lot You got a lot back and need a lot. Man, got you, stuff. You may know better than me. Is Jimmy about to be a consultant up here? Jimmy Johnson? So I saw it on the website today. He said he up in Jerry a little bit. New, is that what you got called upstairs for a couple weeks yeah, ago? Yeah, look, oh, he, yeah, yeah, he can't yeah. say. He can't say. He can't say. Yeah, you yeah, on the board. You on the board, yeah. No, it was, no, I went upstairs. It was for, it was for me. Oh, for anybody else. Okay. All right. All right. All right. It came back down, giving out shirts and uh, yeah, all types. <laughs> Blessing the babies. Hey. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm, know, thankful. I'm thankful. I'm thankful to Jerry for that. But that, that was about a $35,000 conversation that man gave me. Hey, okay. Here but, we go. Well, here yes. we go. Yes. Yes. Old scrubs. Yes. Old scrubs. Yes. So, so, yes, yes. But. It wasn't on the consulting board. It wasn't. No. Okay, that's <laughs> no, right. No, we never talked about the team. It wasn't. No, it was about me. Um, but I would hope. I would hope that Jerry Jones is listening to what Jimmy and Troy Aikman and Emmett Smith are saying right about now, and even Michael, because it's, it's 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 problematic. You're lose. You're you're starting to lose the fans, and I'll say this again. I said it to you before. I just came back from Surprise, Arizona. Pitchers and catchers, Texas Rangers, world champions. First off, it's amazing when you see all the signage about winning the championship, mm -hmm. the trophy, all that, man, uh, how it just changes things. But there's drastic differences, drastic differences. You don't see nobody in the Rangers clubhouse talking like Michael Parsons. You not see that at all. Oh, winning cures all that. Yeah. Well, not well, it cures. You don't have to talk. You go do. It's a total, there's total different atmospheres, man. And there's a atmosphere. I can tell you, it's their style or substance. At the end of the day, substance is what people care about. 
Styles come and go. Styles don't win titles. Substance does. You could be, you could have a lot of talent, but are you talented and are you willing to go out and do your job? The one thing about that team, Bochi kept talking about different guys. He said, you know what? He did whatever we wanted him to do. He didn't bitch about it. He did it. I had to do this. This was what. And you started to ask those guys, well, why did you take on that role? He said, man, I just want to win. I kept hearing, I just want to win. I don't care what my role I just want to help this team win. Yeah. And it's a whole different deal. And literally, if if I were cons- if I was consulting Jerry, I would say tell some of your guys to go have coffee or go walk around the club and see how those guys operate, because that is what you want to do. And I can say this because I'm old enough to know because I covered a Super Bowl team here. It's drastically different, drastically different dude. Do you have them to win another World Series this year? No. Okay. No pitching's a pr- pr- the starting pitch is an issue. Yeah. But here's what you want. Get yourself to the playoffs and see where you go. And right now, you know, where they're sitting at, they're going to probably have to make some more additions. And they know that. But right now, the pitch starting pitching is not there. But with the manager and the attitude they have, heck, they should make the playoffs again. And in baseball, like all sports right now, you get yourself in here, you get hot at the right time, you can make a run. I mean, we look at the Green Bay Packers. Mm. They got hot at the right time. They had a whole bunch of dudes on the same page about where to go, what to do. But you got a manager there in baseball. That, that's the thing, Matt. When you got a dude who can punch the right buttons and get people to do things that, hey, man, this not, this Barry, this ain't necessarily what you do, but I need you to do that. And Barry says, okay. And everybody else in the clubhouse look at you, Barry. You doing it? Yes, I'm doing it. And you go get it done. And nobody got to pat you on the back. Like, hey, Barry, thank you. No, it's a, this, what you, this is what we expect you to do. Account accountability. Pretty Let's go, Let's go Zim. Hopefully, hopefully Zim can be that voice, man. I don't hopefully feel as good as I feel voice. about Dan Quinn, but I feel I feel okay. I feel okay about Zim. Mm-hmm. All right, so back Monday, right? We're back next Monday. Monday. Yeah, next Monday. Next Monday. Yeah, next Monday. Next Monday. Next Monday. Next Monday. No, not holiday, right? No, no, Monday no, no, straight. No, okay, Dan McCray. See you next week. Hey, Harrison, see you next week. Absolutely, my man. I'll be here. You gonna Should be here? Pressure I'll be on you. Huh? You'll be here. Ain't you? You go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be here. Check your schedule. Let us know. <laughs> yeah, I know. You about to run up out here now? Let me know. Let me know. Let me know. Let me know. <laughs> Let me know. <laughs> New Scruggs, thank you for joining us right here on the Player Slash Jazz. We appreciate you and everybody right here at DallasCowboys.com Radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!